the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. SkyPilotRadio.com This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Using free speech to free minds. It's the David Knight Show. Welcome on this Tuesday, June the 18th, 2019. I'm David Knight, your host. Today we're going to tackle something that I think is really the biggest problem to come at us uh, for quite some time. And that is the release of Facebook's new crypto coin. I know everybody's looking at the war in Iran. I've looked at that last week, and uh, they're lying to us. I've mentioned that from day one last Thursday. I said, look, uh, this is a false flag attack. I said it as they were sending the massive naval buildup there. I said they're trying to create a Gulf of Tonkin incident. Maybe they did last week. Or maybe they will interpret it that way. And, yes, that is uh, very disturbing. Uh, It will rock the world's economy, but I'm telling you about something else that's rocking the world's economy that nobody is talking about, and that is Facebook taking over the world's money supply. You think that's an overstatement? I'm going to tell you why in this hour uh, it is not an overstatement. Uh, I know that there's not a lot of people who want to, you know, it's, it's not a sexy thing. We don't have Antifa people screaming in the streets, like dressed up like clowns. But the dangerous stuff is hidden in the details. The really dangerous control structures are the ones that are put in by stealth. And this has been building for quite some time. I've been talking about this for quite some time, quite frankly. I mean, we've been talking about the Chinese social credit system here for years. I've been talking about the smart cities, the UN agenda for smart cities, and 5G as its implementation and its foundational technology. All to save the environment, right? to make everything sustainable. Yet they're going to concentrate us into urban areas. They're going to immobilize us. They're going to track us with communications. And if you don't opt into those communications, if you don't opt into those social media structures, well, they have biometrics in the physical public square if you don't get into the digital public square. They've been working for the last 20 years as the Internet became viable technologically. They've been creating structures for geospatial intelligence, the fastest-growing part of our intelligence agency, the place where James Clapper spent most of his career. Uh, Anticipatory intelligence, also known as minority report pre-crime. Activity-based intelligence, human domain analytics. Uh, These are the people who are working on structures to not only control you, not only propagandize you, not only be able to feed back what you're doing, but also to predict what you're going to do. In the last year, we've exposed that Facebook and other tech oligarchs have implemented their own social credit system, just like the Chinese have. We saw that weaponized both covertly with shadow banning of a lot of people and overtly with the deplatforming and depersonalizing, the deplatforming of InfoWars, the depersonalizing of Alex Jones, now it's extended in less than a year. To other organizations, we see the same type of coordinated attack by the technocratic oligarchs against Project Veritas last week, for example, as they expose the uh, 
the uh, criminal actions being taken, and I say criminal because these people are stealing our speech in the public square. They create a public square with the assistance of DARPA and the U.S. government and the military. And then as they lure people in, they use it to control speech overall. If you cooperate with them, you know, if you're a useful idiot or you self-censor, that's fine. You'll be allowed to speak freely. But if not, you will be deplatformed, depersonalized. And now, over the last month, I've been talking about how Facebook is moving towards a cryptocurrency. We got more details last week. Oh, it's imminent. Yeah, they're meeting with governments. They're meeting with big corporations, multinational corporations, banks worldwide. Yesterday, I talked about more details. And then today, they announced it. We're going to have the announcement. We're going to tell you what's behind this. You know, as I said yesterday, you can take a look at the actions against the grids. You can take a look at the actions to take over our elections. And we're going to take a little bit of a look at that as well. And I want your comments today about this. Do you think this is important? I'm appalled at the silence in the news media, including our own here at InfoWars, about this. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Fueling your body is hard work. That's why we've introduced the InfoWars Life Daily Digestive Pack to help you fuel it right. Combine Flora Life Everyday Maintenance and Carnivore to help you fuel your gut and body and take advantage of the powerful nutrients you receive. There's no better way to power your body. Flora Life is a powerful probiotic supplement with 20 of the most potent clinically studied probiotic strains. When paired with Carnivore, our incredible enzyme formula that helps you break down nutrients, these formulas fuel your gut and your body to help you fight toxins and stay fueled all day. These incredible formulas can help keep your body in tip-top shape in the fight against stress, age, and outside toxins. There's no better time to try Floralife and Carnivore to see how well they can support your body. Don't miss out on the chance to fuel your body and support recovery. Try the InfoWars Life Daily Digestive Pack today. The greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. SkyPilotRadio.com this is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. In a world of deceit, telling the truth is a revolutionary act. And now, the David Knight Show. Welcome on this Tuesday, June 18th, Year of Our Lord 2019. I'm David Knight, your host. As I spoke about yesterday, I talked about the technological structures to control and to dominate us. You have to understand these things all come together. One of the first electronic voting machine companies, Smartmatic, was created by cronies, by friends of Hugo Chavez in Venezuela to help him rig the elections. They grew to be one of the premier electronic voting machine companies. They were instrumental in rigging elections not only in Venezuela, but throughout Central South America, the Philippines, other places. They made a movement into the United States. The United States government essentially treated them the way they're treating Huawei now. But we have three electronic voting machine companies that are working with Microsoft, who is working with DARPA and the Pentagon to monitor and to control and to verify our elections, beginning with 2020. Let me tell you, this is an existential threat to democracy, just as the takeover of the digital public square 
by Facebook and other Internet oligarchs is an existential threat to our free speech. Our elections are also at a threat. And now we have a very rapid succession of events. We now have Facebook announcing a cryptocurrency to rule them all. Quite frankly, that's uh, what I think is behind this. They've announced it today. I've talked about this yesterday in more detail. We had a lot of that say, well, in the next day or two, it's going to land. Well, it landed this morning, the official announcement. They'd already put out embargoes, as I I mentioned, to TechCrunch and to some other technical publications saying, we're going to give you this information, but we don't want you to talk about this. Uh, It's the same type of thing that automobile companies do. You know, it's like, well, you know, we'll let you guys come over here. Uh, We'll let all the automotive uh, journalists uh, drive this new Toyota Supra. Uh, you can't tell anybody anything about it until the day that we announce this. And then all of you can, you can, you know, shoot your videos, write your articles, and then you can all release them on this particular date. Well, that's, we knew that this was coming up very soon because Facebook did that about their currency. Uh, I've been talking about this in the last month about how they're making major moves, partnerships, Visa, MasterCard, Uber. The U.S. Treasury, other foreign governments, all pulling this together. Folks, this is big. This is big. This is social media money. And Facebook desires to do to our money what they have done to our public square. That should frighten you. I mean, if you're not frightened, don't listen to this program because this is all I'm going to talk about today. And I want to get your feedback later in the program. I'm not going to put out the number yet because I've got some stuff to cover. I don't want people, I feel guilty when I have people hanging on for an hour. To talk, So I'll put the number out when I get closer to taking calls. But I'm going to talk about this. I'm going to give you my perspective on this. I'm going to try to give you a context on this. I'm going to try to do what the old Puritan preachers did. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to say. Then I'm going to tell you. Then I'm going to tell you what I told you. <laughs> and then we'll take questions and answers and comments from you as to what you've seen, what you're worried about with this. How do we fight this? You know, as I said yesterday, I was talking about the power grid movements and you had the New York Times article that came out said, yeah, we're hacking the Russian power grid. And you had, uh, as part of that article, New York Times said, yeah, we got a lot of people, Uh, U.S. Cyber Command uh, and others, uh, they now have the legal authority to do this type of stuff without a direct order from the president. They've cut him out of the loop. Uh, He immediately came out and said, that's treasonous. And then he came out with a later tweet, said, uh, oh, by the way, it's not true either. No, it is true. It is true. What we have seen now is that our power grid and much of our infrastructure, and as we roll into this Internet of Things and we roll into the 5G, folks, everything in our infrastructure, from transportation and mobility all the way down to your refrigerator, is going to be subject to threat from individual terrorists or from hostile foreign governments or from your own government that chooses to control you. We're going to have our entire infrastructure destabilized, turned fragile, turned as a weapon of control against us by our own government, and perhaps turned into a weapon of destruction by hostile forces. Not that controlling our every move is not an uh, act of destruction by our own government. Uh, so you just need to understand what's going on. You need to understand why they're so concerned about keeping Huawei out, because they want to be the ones to control you. 
and they don't want China in control of our infrastructure. Neither do I. But I don't want my government in Washington in control of every aspect of my life, locking me into an urban space as they have proposed with their smart cities. The UN agenda. They say it's to make everything sustainable and green. And, of course, they need 5G there to implement all of this so they can take away our cars and immobilize us, so they can track us with everything, so that they can rate us and control us. And now they're talking about controlling our money, not just our speech. You know, there's uh, the way the military comes in. They have to control the way people shoot, right? Gun control. Uh, We can pretty much see that threat coming, right? And we know what that's about. Uh, People understand that. And uh, the population here in the United States is roughly split. On that issue, but those of us who are on the side of freedom understand what's involved when it comes to the gun control issue. I've talked to uh, very uh, patriotic but uninformed military veterans, just talked to one the last couple of weeks, who is not aware of the fact that our ability to be able to move in society, to have free movement, anonymous movement, Private vehicles to come and go as we please is a right that is every bit as important as our right to shoot and to defend ourselves. Our ability to move. The military comes in and they want to control the way the enemy shoots, the way they communicate, and the way that they move. Well, they are coming after gun control. They're pretty effective in terms of controlling our communication. I think they're perhaps even further along in communication control and speech control than they are in gun control even. It's debatable. Debatable. But uh, they want to control the way that we move as well. And how do you control all three of those things? With money. It's been said that the people who control things are controlled by the people who control people, the managers. The people who control money control the people who control people. The bankers control everything. If you, want, if you control the money, you control Now, these people in Silicon Valley, these technocratic elite, the oligarchs, they want you to think that they're merely the people who control things. Hey, we just write code. We just do computers and so forth. No, they're not. They are the people who control people. They've been set up in that purpose in a partnership with DARPA. And now they're about to become the people who control money. People who control money control everything, including governments. Don't tell me, as I've said many times, don't tell me that we're going to have antitrust regulation. If you believe that, I've got a bridge to sell you, as they say. And I'm not selling any bridges, folks. Uh, So when we look at this, we look at the fact that Microsoft and DARPA are working to control our next election, the 2020 election. These things are coming on us very, very quickly. I've said for a long time, they expect to have these control structures on top of us and in place before 2030. And that's why they are exposing all this. That's why they're rolling it out very rapidly. And if we even realize what's going on, most of us don't know what to do about it. We don't really know what to do about it. I'm going to tell you what's going on. I'm not necessarily going to tell you what to do about it. I'm going to tell you that the solution of what to do about it is going to be found at your local 
government level because you're not going to get anybody in Washington to do anything about it. Washington is the threat. You're not going to get Washington to do anything about breaking Facebook or these big companies up. They are partners already. They were created by the federal government to do exactly what they're doing. When we come back, Libra Coin. Stay with us. Our powerful line of fluoride-free products is the perfect gift for yourself or others who are exploring a healthier, happier lifestyle. With options ranging from toothpaste to oral spray, it's easy to find the perfect option for you. Super Blue Toothpaste is the fan-favorite fluoride-free toothpaste that every InfoWarrior loves. Powered by iodine and nano-silver, it's designed to deliver a powerful clean while supporting good oral health and fresh breath. Available in two refreshing flavors. Enjoy a minty fresh flavor made with peppermint oil or try our bubblegum flavor. Super Blue Immune Gargle is the only option for on-the-go immune system support like no other. With the scientifically proven patented ingredient Silver Soul in three different sizes, you can take it wherever you go. Support good oral health with our one-of-a-kind Super Blue products. Don't miss out on revolutionizing your morning routine. Head to InfoWarsStore.com and get our line of Super Blue products today. By leaps and by bounds, the number one best-selling supplement family in the world is energy drinks and energy supplements. But they are riddled with dyes and toxins and synthetic caffeines and other chemicals that sure get you a quick boost but burn out in just a few hours and have terrible side effects. We have developed, hands down from our research, the most powerful, healthy energy drink, pre-workout and beyond system in the world. There's nothing else like it. You must experience it. It is a total game changer. And it comes in easy to use packets to mix in with fruit juice or water, whatever you'd like. Warning though, it's very, very strong. It lasts up to 10 hours. So take a half packet the first time you take it because Turbo Force is named Turbo Force because it will take you into overdrive. Turbo Force at InfoWarsLife.com. You deserve a deep, restful sleep with Knockout by InfoWars Life. Our organic formula is made from high-quality natural ingredients such as valerian root extract, L-tryptophan, lemon balm leaf extract, and melatonin. Knockout packs a powerful punch to get you through the night and achieve proper sleep. Millions of people around the world experience daytime drowsiness, but with the rapid speed of life, we need to be able to keep up the pace. Our natural mixture harnesses the power of 10 known ingredients to let your body relax and get the sleep you need. Wake up refreshed and take on the day. InfoWars Life wants to bring you a sleep support formula that goes above and beyond other leading brands at an affordable price. Get the sleep you deserve and experience the power of knockout. Head on over to InfoWarsLife.com and say goodbye to fatigue. That's InfoWarsLife.com. It's never been easy to figure out the essentials of a new supplement routine. That's why we created the 8-Pack Power Stack, your go-to option for the building blocks of a successful approach to supplementation. This one-stop shop for those looking to simplify or adjust their routine is perfect for new and old InfoWarriors alike. With the 8-Pack Power Stack, there's no trial and error, messy bottles laying across the counter, or 20-minute morning habits. 
Just take the Wake Up and Work or Rest and Recover packs each day for quick, easy to use, and conveniently accessible formulas to help you reach your peak without the deep supplement knowledge, stacks of bottles, and complicated routine. Featuring eight different formulas for a total take on your health and wellness, you can find what you like and get even more powerful versions in the store. Head to InfoWarsStore.com and check out 8-Pack Power Snack today and jumpstart your supplement routine. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to The David Knight Show. Remember when these were fast? And these? Technology has improved the world around us. So why is it simple to send one of these anywhere in an instant, but not money? What if we made money truly global, stable, and secure? What if everyone was invited to the global economy with access to the same financial opportunities? Introducing Libra, a new global currency designed for the digital world, backed by the belief that money should be fast for Ope in Lagos, simple for Saul's family business in Manila, and secure for Betsabe when sending money home to Mexico City. It's powered by blockchain, making it safe and accessible. No matter who you are or where you're from. So join us as we move towards a world where money works for everyone. This is Libra, and it's just the beginning. Oh yeah, it's just the beginning, isn't it? Just the beginning of worldwide dominance by Mark Zuckerberg. This is why I said I, I don't never have for a moment bought the idea that this could be controlled by antitrust regulation. It's nothing but a beard. It's nothing but the Democrats and the Republicans lining up and saying, you know, cough up some protection money for us here, or we're going to come after you and we're going to harass you with this. Look, folks, Facebook is already too big to fail. That's one of the assessments of one of the Articles. Everybody's writing about this this morning as it's now become official. Facebook has rolled out their new global currency. That's what they hope this will become. And uh, they're too big to fail. Uh, They're too big to jail. They are too big to break up. They are essentially already the black hole of the Internet. They are drawing all data, all power, all money to them. Facebook, Google, these different companies, as you look at this move, and we're going to take a look at this, uh, what's behind it, uh, why did they pick Switzerland? Uh, what's going on and how do they look compared to the Bank of International Settlement? Uh, what's going on with our elections? Because you've got Microsoft moving with DARPA to control our elections. You know, the Internet is working out so well for them. They've been able to control our speech. They're going to control our elections. They're going to control our money, all of that. 
is going to be under the control of just a few people working with the government. So why is this happening? How is it happening? We're going to take your calls coming up later. Uh, don't call in just yet because I'm not ready to go to the calls. You'll be holding on for a long time. I'll let you know when we're getting ready to move to the calls. But here's Bloomberg's assessment to it. Facebook's Libra cryptocurrency is another Zuckerberg threat. They said regulators will be watching closely when Facebook unveils its cryptocurrency project this week. Uh, they did it this morning, actually. Uh, they wrote this yesterday. Their vigilance is warranted. Now, Zuckerberg will say he just wants a digital medium of exchange for people to use on his apps, right? No, no, no. Their plan, as you could see with that commercial, this is, this is big. You know, they want to be the world's banker. They want to be, in my opinion, the new Bank of International Settlement, or at least become a very powerful partner with the Bank of International Settlement. Uh, as Bloomberg says, his bid to launch online payments revolution carries plenty of risks, from antitrust concerns to the threat that it might pose to financial stability. But he's got a lot of people who have already lined up to partner with him. Uber, Spotify, eBay, Vodafone, Visa, MasterCard, and on and on and on. All the big corporations. And he's been setting up these relationships, as I've been reporting for the last month. Oh, look, uh, Zuckerberg's got a relationship with this big multinational corporation. And uh, he's talking to the Department of Justice. He's talking to other governments, other bankers. Uh, he's already got 2.6 billion users worldwide. What other cryptocurrency hit the market with that many users? Zero. As a matter of fact, these other cryptocurrencies still don't have that many users. When we take a look at uh, the company, countries where crypto is common. You know, we've heard a lot of people talking about how the Japanese were very big into crypto as a very small percentage of the Japanese people. As a matter of fact, Japan is the country that has the fewest number of people in crypto, 3%. Uh, the U.S. has 5%. Places where there's not a lot of stability or where people feel like maybe they are going to have to try to transfer their wealth out of the country quickly and try to get out themselves. Those are the places where you see the biggest uh, investment in crypto. Places like Turkey or Colombia or Argentina or South Africa, people are looking to get out. You know, years ago, Jim Rogers, uh, the investment advisor, you see him on cable quite a bit, wrote a book called Investment Biker. I really enjoyed that book. <laughs> 80s, 90s, I forget how long ago it was. Basically, he and his girlfriend went around the world on motorcycles. And, but he had very interesting observations as he went through the countries uh, you know, uh, on ground level. And one of the observations that stuck with me was he said he could tell the amount of corruption in a country based on the spread between the value of the currency on the black market and what the government's official exchange rate was. It was a measure of corruption, that spread. And quite frankly, when I look at cryptocurrency, I think maybe we've got another measure of corruption here and instability in this. Uh, but uh, now stepping into that gap, and one of the key things that Zuckerberg is focusing on is the crypto as stability. But I want to get into this whole Bank of International Settlement thing because a lot of people ask, you know, why is he choosing Geneva? You know, why Switzerland? Well, that's where you're going to go 
if you want to set up something that is going to be a world bank, right? Uh, Geneva is where it is. It's not in uh, Basel, you know, where you had the uh, Bank of International Settlement in Switzerland. Uh, but Geneva is close enough. <laughs> uh, Switzerland, first of all, is very f- friendly to cryptocurrencies. They've got over 750 cryptocurrencies. They have gone up by 20% there in the last year. So they really like crypto in Switzerland. They like money. They like banking. And that's the future of banking, one way or the other. You know, we've had people like Jamie Dimon constantly attacking Bitcoin. Ah, it's garbage. It's garbage. While it was revealed that he and his company, J.P. Morgan, were working on their own cryptocurrency. All the governments who are attacking crypto. Oh, it's a tool of terrorists and money launderers and so forth working on their own crypto. And now we have Zuckerberg doing this as well. Uh, Where is he going to be located? Well, not just in the U.S., not just in Geneva, but also in Tel Aviv. And so uh, they have been, uh, they've set themselves up in the U.S., in Israel, and in Switzerland to, I think, become another Bank of International Settlement. I'm going to give you the background for the Bank of International Settlement because it, I think, is very interesting parallel to what Zuckerberg is doing. He's really uh, strategically placing himself here and putting us all in a barrel. I hope you like your slavery that's coming. Stay with us. InfoWar, the most banned network in the world. Tom in Texas, police officer on the border, talks about MS-13 and more. Thanks for calling, Tom. Yes, sir. Thank you for taking my call. Just want to thank you for your products. I have the InfoWars decals on outside of my cell phone case, my truck, sport the shirts, all the equipment. I find it's the best way to get your word out. God bless you, brother. And I have three or four InfoWars bumper stickers in my glove box right now I hand out if I get to talking to somebody just to help spread that word. You're our only hope, brother. I'm I'm telling you, you're more important than I am. It's people like you on the ground, as you know, that's boots on the ground. All of our best sellers, Alpha Power, Vitamin Mineral Fusion, BioTrue Selenium, X-Tube, Rainforce Plus, Super Mineral Vitality, DNA Force Plus, Super Blue Products, Toothpaste, Fortified Little Silver Iodine, Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver, Real Red Pill, Real Red Pill Plus. It goes on and on and on. Check it all out and know funding us will change the world. All of it. We're coming through the storm thanks to you. Do you realize that when you spread the links from InfoWars.com, when you spread the videos, you are changing the world? It's you that has defeated Hillary and the globalist. It is you, the info warriors across the planet, that stood against the bullying, that stood against the peer pressure, that stood against the threats, that have now changed the world. And that's why you've been on the team, supporting us, praying for us, and spreading the word. You are the info war. And now because of their intensifying censorship, it's more important than ever that everyone go to InfoWars.com forward slash newsletter and sign up via email so there's no way the censors can get between us with critical videos, articles, breaking news, intel, you name it. And so now I ask you more than ever to share the InfoWars.com articles, to share the videos, to tell people about the local stations you're listening to. But the bare minimum you can do is sign up for the free newsletter at InfoWars.com forward slash newsletter. We are the Renaissance and we are winning. I want to salute and commend every man, woman, and child that has supported this broadcast over the years and that has stood with us. And I want to thank all of our sponsors and all of our affiliates. But I'll tell you like it is. You've seen the unmitigated attack we've been under. You're our only sponsors. And when you don't buy the products that are absolutely the best out there, 
we aren't able to continue on. So remember, you are the info war. I'm not the leader. You are the leader. When you take action, nothing stops you. We've got giant specials running right now at InfoWarsStore.com that are unprecedented. And if you go there and buy great products that you already need from across the board, it funds the second American Revolution worldwide. So I want to thank you for your support, and I want to encourage you again. Go to InfoWarsStore.com for whatever the product is you need. We have thousands of them, and it makes this all possible. Thank you for making InfoWars possible. God bless you. InfoWars and free speech and your right to speech has been under unprecedented attack the last year or so. It's, it's, it's Orwellian. It's, it's biblical. It's, it's authoritarian. It's insane. And I keep trying to judge and gauge when is the right time to have to stumble up on deck as the captain of this operation and say, hey, we're sinking. I've begged for your support before, and thanks for keeping us afloat, but this is the real SOS. If you don't buy a bunch of products and spread the word and keep fighting, InfoWars will be shut down, not just crippled. And so we've reached that point. It'll make the enemy happy, but, you know, whatever. We have withstood so many other attacks. We've gone through so much because of your support. You have, you have been there. But let me tell you, they are pissed they haven't been successful, and they're giving us their full assault. So we need your prayers, your financial support, and your word of mouth now at InfoWarsTore.com. It's your fight. Decide whether or not you want InfoWars to continue, because we could be shut down. The Internet's home for Motown, Soul, and great rock and roll. SkyPilotRadio.com This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to The David Knight Show. Deceit. Telling the truth is a revolutionary act. And now, your host, David Knight. Welcome back. You know, one of the interesting things about this is that as we're told that we've got regulators, we've got uh, the Department of Justice, we have the Trump administration, we have Democrats, all of them are looking to break up Facebook. And yet here we have this glue that is going to hold the Facebook universe together, that is going to set up a payment system, a cryptocurrency for all their 2.6 billion users, allied with Visa, MasterCard, and 28 of the world's largest corporations have already signed on as nodes. You know, they're only going to have 100 nodes, 100 partners here. This little core elite costs $10 million to get a node, very different than the way Bitcoin is. You know, where anybody can process payments, anybody can get a portion of uh, the uh, clearing action. You know, you can do mining for uh, profit. I mean, it's difficult to do that because we have a lot of people that have positioned themselves with big operations to do mining, positioning themselves in the Pacific Northwest, for example, where there's essentially free power. You know, hydroelectric power is very cheap. So they go up there and they grab that hydroelectric power to run the computers because it generates quite a bit of. Uh, you know, that's your real cost besides your investment in your hardware if you want to do any Bitcoin mining. And Bitcoin mining is just being paid to clear transactions for people. But Facebook is going to do that all together. They're going to pull that into a small elite cadre. This is the way these people operate. 
$10 million is your entry fee into a small clique that is going to control the world's finances. And so it's kind of interesting as we see all this stuff saying that the government doesn't trust Facebook. They want to break them up with antitrust. We don't trust them. We're antitrust on Facebook. Uh-huh. Yeah, really. That's right. I've said all along, the government created them. The government loves their products. They are facial recognition book, quite frankly, for these guys. Uh, they've been able to get you to put everything about your life up there just voluntarily as a dossier. And as Facebook said, hey, if you give that information to us, it's not private anymore. They can sell it. They can give it away to people. It can be scraped off of their website by anybody, by your government, by another government, by anybody. Anything you put up there, anybody can get the tools to scrape that off. And uh, so now they're moving into money. And, and the real question is, with all the breaches of privacy, with all the cynical manipulation of free speech that we've seen from Mark Zuckerberg, are people going to trust him with their money? Why, of course they will. Of course you will. Because most of you are still on Facebook. <laughs> you haven't shut down your Facebook accounts. And so now Mark Zuckerberg has a coin for all the dumb effers out there that he said. Yeah, he said uh, that's, that's the way he views you. And perhaps he is right. Yeah, the customers don't uh, seem to have a problem with this. He's got... Uh, so. Don't worry about your privacy when it comes to the money stuff. You know, one of the reasons why he's going to be given a pass on this, one of the reasons why the governments are happy to talk with him, happy to work with him, to partner with him, is because banks have essentially get their privileges from the government as long as they become informants to the government on all of your financial activities. Know your customer. That's the rule, right? Just take a look at Dennis Hastert. Here's a guy who was a pedophile, pedophile wrestling coach. He's picked out and groomed himself, not uh, for sexual favors, but he is groomed for Congress and then promoted to Speaker of the House by the GOP, longest serving Speaker of the House for the GOP. And nothing is ever discovered about him until a bank notices that he is structuring his withdrawals paying off someone that he abused years ago that was blackmailing him. He didn't want to draw attention by withdrawing his own money uh, in massive amounts, so he structured those withdrawals. Now, I've said this many times. You know, The fact that the government has set up a statute of limitations for pedophiles is outrageous. There should be no statute of limitations for that, just like there isn't for murder or for some other violent crimes especially because of the nature of this crime, the children who are abused, it takes them a very long time, very long time to come to grips with what has happened and to report it. And they know that, and that's why they have a short statute of limitations, typically about three years. So they're not going to do anything to him, even if they know about that. But how they caught him was by knowing their customer, watching everything that he was doing. And making a crime out of something that shouldn't be a crime. Why should it matter how much of your money you take out at a given point in time? Well, you know, he started structuring it because he knew they were watching. And then they say, well, people know we're watching, so we'll make it a crime. 
if they do something to keep us from seeing what they're doing, right? That's why you have this. When you put regulations on people's deposits and you say, if you try to make a lot of deposits under the level, and I don't know what the level is, it used to be $10,000. If you try to structure, you've got a whole bunch of money, you know, you're a, a Walter White breaking bad or something. You want to put the money into the bank, but you got to do it a little bit at a time, right? <laughs> $10,000 or less. So you put 9999 in and you're going to get their attention, especially if you do that on a daily basis or something, right? Uh, that gets reported. You're structuring your deposits to try to avoid a report that gets triggered automatically when you go over that level of $10,000, let's say. Well, okay, so you got somebody who is maybe engaged in an Ill- illegal activity or maybe they're engaged in the drug trade or something, so they have those rules there. But if you've put the money into the system already, why should they pay attention to when you take it out. Again, I don't think that ought to be a crime. But uh, the banks have become the Stasi. And Facebook has really become the Stasi. So it's natural that Facebook would progress into becoming a bank, right? Know your customer. Nobody knows their customer better than Facebook. They know everything about you. You've told them everything. Your bank doesn't know all the details about you that Facebook does or that your government can scrape off of your Facebook account using geospatial intelligence, the metadata, the activity-based intelligence, to do human domain analytics, to anticipate what you're going to do next, who your friends are, what your political beliefs are, what your religious beliefs are, because that is now a point of interest, as we see. I've pointed out many times, you know, your religious beliefs, oh, well, you know, you're a Christian, you're in conflict with the preferred religion of the secular humanists today in America, and that's the LGBT religion. So put on your burqa of shame and go sit in the closet if you're a Christian. Because LGBT can be proud, but not you. This is the danger of this stuff, folks. So we've got a facial recognition book, we have a Stasi book, and now they want to be your banker. They've got 28 partners, Uber, Spotify, PayPal, Visa, MasterCard, many others. They've got a wallet called Calibra that will be your digital wallet so that you can use that to send money to individuals or to businesses through the many different Facebook apps in their worldwide (laughs) uh, control group, Facebook, Messenger, WhatsApp, those types of things. And as uh, The Guardian points out, Facebook's Libra launch will extend its global domination. Precisely. Precisely. It is all about global domination. They already have about $55 billion in annual revenue. And you have uh, one of the banks who's taken a look at this. Barclays did an analysis, said, well, we think they might get another $19 billion just by next year. As big as they are. They could grow by 40% in one year with the money that they make off of this new product. But it's not just the amount of money that they're getting that, again, makes them too big to fail. They can always pay off the politicians. But the politicians and the Pentagon have been paying them to set up this network. And I'm going to tell you when we come back, I am going to get into the Bank of International Settlement. I'm going to give you a little bit of the history. I'm going to show you how similar it is to what I think Facebook is trying to do. That's why I think uh, part of the reason why they're going to uh, Switzerland Uh, where the Bank of International Settlement is. We'll be right back. Stay with us. 
Getting your protein has never been easier with InfoWars Life Protein Bars. Available in delicious chocolate peanut butter and vanilla coconut flavors, these protein bars are the perfect answer for a snack on the go. InfoWars Life Protein Bars are nutrient-packed, portable protein bars for an easy-to-eat and great-tasting meal. Pre- or post-workout fuel alternative. At just 240 calories per bar and 15 grams of protein each, these bars will be your favorite at-hand snack for at home, in the car, at work, or on the go for getting nutrients easily. High in fiber and nutrients with wholesome ingredients for high-level performance with great taste, such as whey protein and chocolate compounds. These protein bars can help you with the boost you need to reach your goals. Protein-packed and full of fiber and healthy ingredients, InfoWars Life Protein Bars are a can't-miss snack for any InfoWarrior serious about their energy. Try both flavors today at InfoWarsStore.com. Stress is a natural part of life. Work, family, friends, and everyday accidents can put a lot of strain on the body and your mood. Don't let life weigh you down. Happies is a powerful mood and stress support formula that has your back against life's daily inconveniences. Made with ancient ingredients used for thousands of years, Happies can help you take back the day. With our powerhouse formula, Happies can be an important part of your daily supplement routine. With poor diet and the constant on and off of your work life, it's more important than ever to support your body in the fight against stress. With powerful ingredients combined to help support the mind and body, Happies helps support during stress, promotes overall well-being, and helps support your mood. Don't live your life bogged down. Help your body overcome the effects of daily stress and pressure today with Happies from InfoWarsStore.com. One of the most incredible cups of coffee can be found in the high mountains of southern Mexico, where the Chiapas farmers have spent years perfecting their techniques. Based off hundreds of years of traditional techniques and perfect conditions, we've sourced only the best to provide you with our immune support and Wake Up America Patriot Blend Coffee. Ancient Mayan knowledge is paired with the natural fertility of the land to generate the world's finest coffee bean, carefully harvested and free of toxic chemicals used in big agricultural productions, Patriot Blend coffees have a smooth, bold flavor with great depth to give you just what you need in the morning. You can even choose to start your morning healthier with the Immune Support Blend, infused with a powerful blend to support your immune response and stamina. It's time to take care of your morning routine. Get a bag of Patriot Blend coffee to support the show while enhancing your morning routine at InfoWarsStore.com.
You're listening to The David Knight Show. Welcome back. I'm going to talk about the Bank for International Settlements and uh, what we have seen of Libra so far, this Facebook coin. It looks to me very similar to what we're seeing, uh, what he's trying to do. I think he's trying to do something very similar to what uh, Ripple was set up to do, uh, to be not so much like Bitcoin, but more like Ripple. And a lot of people have uh, looked at Ripple making movements towards the Bank for International Settlement. What is the Bank for International Settlement, by the way? We'll get into that as well. It goes back to the 1930s. It goes back to the reparations that Germany was forced to pay for and has had some interesting uh, metamorphoses uh, since then. So we're going to talk about that, how it is really the central bank for central bankers. And I'm concerned that if uh, Zuckerberg doesn't successfully position himself to be that, uh, somebody else like him, uh, maybe a Google, uh, will do something like this. But he has made the first move with this. So we're going to take a look at uh, the Bank for International Settlement, how similar that is, in my opinion, to what Zuckerberg is setting up. Before we do, real quickly, I just want to tell you about the products we have at InfoWars. Store.com, because that's what funds this program and everything that we do here at InfoWars. We have been targeted by Zuckerberg, by all of the technocratic oligarchs who already control our speech, who are moving to control our cities, to control our money, to control our governments. I'm going to talk later in the program about the 2020 election, and I'm going to give you some election coverage that nobody else has done. I'm going to tell you how they're going to take it over. All of this other stuff, we can talk about the the people and the policies and all this sort of thing. And, yeah, that's a, that's a pretty loose rope with all of that. Pretty loose rope. You can, they make any kind of promise that they want. Read my lips. No new taxes. And then what happens when they get into office? Build the wall, whatever. But, uh, you know, we can talk about the positions. We can talk about the policies. We can talk about whether or not they've really got any principles or not. But, folks, it ultimately, as uh, Stalin said, who votes doesn't count, is who counts the votes. And you know who's going to be counting the votes in 2020? Microsoft and DARPA. I'm going to break that down for you. Yes, they're taking over our election after taking over our speech. I mean, by taking over our speech, they can take over our elections. They can control the voices that you see here. They can control your voice. They can mute you. They can deplatform you. They can depersonalize you. But they can also take away your vote directly. And so I'm going to talk about that as well coming up. But let's get back to, uh, real quickly, I want to tell you about how you can support us, how you can sponsor us. That's the products that we sell at InfoWarsStore.com. And we have an emergency special, Save InfoWars. We have 50% off all InfoWars Live products. These are all the products that help you to support your health. All the vitamins, all the supplements, all the nutritional products, all of those are 50% off. We have free shipping store-wide. We have double Patriot points and many more. And we also have, in addition to all the InfoWars Live products that we have that special on, we also have a special for Silver Bullet. You can save 20% off a of Silver Bullet just for the listeners of this program. Enter the code DAVID at checkout to save 20% off of Silver Bullet, our colloidal silver product. And you can find all that at InfoWarsStore.com. Let's talk about 
the Bank of International Settlements. Maybe you've heard of this, maybe you haven't. You know, we talk about the Federal Reserve, and of course, that's a good example of how the country has been controlled by the bankers. You know, we go back and we look at the Federal Reserve. That was, as they created the Federal Reserve, they actually changed our entire taxing system, didn't they? You know, when this country was set up, our taxes were all collected at the border. And that was something that went back to the first administration of our third president, Thomas Jefferson. He said in his second inaugural address, he said, we have eliminated all internal taxation. No farmer, no laborer, no mechanic knows the tax man. And we're proud of that. We have created complete freedom from being oppressed by the federal government within the United States. All the taxes are collected at the border. And that was enough to fund a government that was a size to fit into the Constitution. But as we got a government that was too big to fit into the Constitution, as we came under the control of the bankers, they set up the Federal Reserve, and then they set up the income tax at the same time. They changed our tax structure from one that collected taxes at the border to one that took taxes from every farmer, from every laborer, from every mechanic, every small business owner, every retiree. Nobody escapes the tax man inside of America. Except that all the products that come and go across the borders, that's all free now. And so we don't protect our industries. Instead, what we do is we tax our own industries. Unlike other countries that remove the taxes if they export the products. No, no, no. Our taxes go with our products to compete in foreign markets. And so this is what the uh, globalists, what uh, J.P. Morgan, Federal Reserve, and I think did to us. But let's go to the central bank of all central banks, the Bank for International Settlement. It's in Basel, Switzerland, not too far from where Zuckerberg wants to set up his headquarters. And, of course, he does have uh, facilities in the U.S. and in Israel as well. But uh, Geneva is ostensibly where the headquarters for Libra is going to be. The Bank for International Settlements was founded in 1930. It is the oldest global financial institution. It was created out of the Hague Agreements of 1930. It was established to be the collection and the administer of and the distribution of reparations from Germany. Remember, as Germany lost World War I, the victors imposed reparations on them and said, you will pay us because we won. We'll pay, you will pay us because we say you started the war, whatever. And uh, so as part of the Treaty of Versailles, following World War I, they had to pay reparations. The, the Bank of International Settlements was set up to collect and to distribute those reparations. After World War II, the Bank for International Settlement turned its focus to defense and implementation of the World Bank's Bretton Woods, uh, Bretton Woods system. And so, you know, we had the, the Federal Reserve, after it was created here in the United States, was able to, you know, the, the, the uh, justification for it, J.P. Morgan telling everybody, oh, we've got to create stability. And you're going to hear that same argument with Zuckerberg's cryptocurrency, stable. You've got to have stability. And uh, so they said, we're going to have stability. We're not going to have the, you know, the bubbles created and burst and so forth. <laughs> That's pretty funny, isn't it? Now, as we look at just recent history, even if you don't know what's happened over the last 100 years, we need to have a stable currency. And look at the fact that we've had over 99% of the value of the U.S. dollar disappear under the guardianship of the Federal Reserve. 
And of course, at the time, the Federal Reserve was set up, you know, prior to World War II, prior to the Bretton Woods system and so forth, after World War II, they were still manipulating and creating uh, bubbles and bursting them. You know, they actually uh, created the Great Depression. And, uh, you know, they admitted it. Sorry, won't do it again, said our former Federal Reserve chairman. Sorry we did that Great Depression after uh, denying it for about 80 years. Uh, Bernanke said, uh, sorry we did that. Uh, we won't do it again. Uh, just before, I think, the 2007-2008 uh, debacle. <laughs> but, uh, you know, they uh, created bubbles and manipulated the currency after World War II. The U.S. was going to be the world's reserve currency because we were tied to gold by our Constitution. But then they realized that the Federal Reserve was issuing a lot more paper money than they had gold to back it up. And so you had all these different uh, countries saying, wait a minute, wait a minute, Uh, you're rigging this system. We don't like this. So then they came up with Bretton Woods too. They said, all right, we're going to drop gold as the standard, and we're just going to say that we are the reserve currency for the world, the fiat currency. And the way that they did that then was they partnered with the Saudis, and we created the petrodollar. We are now at a point where the nations of the world are looking at this and saying, wait a minute, the U.S. government can spend money and go into debt without any consequences. Any other country does this, they go into hyperinflation. Their economy crashes. And so you have people like Russia and China who are not our friends. Even people who are our friends are not very happy about the fact that we have this ability to just print money endlessly and never have to balance our accounts. And they realize that it is a very big part of our power that we are projecting, and they want to stop that. But, of course, it's going to have big consequences on you and I who are living here in America. Because if our currency turns into junk currency, if they are successful in getting rid of the petrodollar alliance, then things are going to go south pretty quickly. So it's time for them to come together and create a new justification, in my opinion. What we're seeing here, just like we saw Bretton Woods 1, Bretton Woods 2, the petrodollar, I think now the governments, especially the American government, because, you know, they don't care if America collapses. Uh, These people are in it for themselves, and they would like to see America collapse. Maybe they will work with Facebook. Recent studies and reports have shown that pipes and plumbing are getting clogged and backed up with human waste and debris. This is from people flushing things that aren't meant to be flushed, like baby wipes and feminine products and safe sex products. And so this is resulting in pipes being backed up and clogged. Well, just like plumbing gets clogged and just like pipes get clogged, the human body gets clogged just like that. And you may be experiencing backup too. So if you want some relief, some explosive relief, go to InfoWarsStore.com and get Oxy Powder. But let me warn you, this stuff is no joke. If you're experiencing some cloggage, some backup of your own, Oxy Powder from InfoWarsStore.com will clear it out, guaranteed. So go to InfoWarsStore.com, take care of your clogged plumbing with Oxy Powder. 
Mike in New Jersey. You're on the air. Thanks for calling, Mike. You are the man, Alex. I'm so glad to be talking to you. I'm so excited. I'm such a big fan. Ever since I've been listening, I've been buying your products. I got to do a shout out for the bone broth. The bone broth. The bone broth. The, the, the bone broth. The, the, the bone broth. Tastes like, tastes like um, great milkshake, you know, if you just add it to milk. It tastes like Ovaltine. It tastes like Ovaltine. It tastes like Ovaltine. Like good. Whoa. I feel great since I've been taking it. My daughter uses the uh, bubblegum fluoride-free toothpaste. Um, I've used the uh, Super Male Vitality, a host of other products. So thank you so much for that as well. Brother, you're thanking me for buying the products and keeping us on air. I'm thanking you. But yes, this is the ultimate bone broth formula with the turmeric the chaga mushroom the, the true bone broth it, it it is next level it really is good so thank you i feel great since i've been taking it thank you you're listening to the david knight show the internet's home for motown soul and great rock and roll skypilotradio.com this is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Using free speech to free minds. You're listening to The David Knight Show. Welcome back. Let's talk a little bit more about what's going on with the Bank of International Settlement and who they are. As I said, they were created after World War I to manage and to redistribute the reparations that had been imposed with the Treaty of Versailles on Germany. After World War II, they used them to administer the Bretton Woods system. Uh, between the 70s and 80s, they monitored cross-border capital flows. We had the oil and debt crises. They have come to the aid of collapsing countries like Mexico and Brazil. They were the last, uh, the emergency funder, the funder of last resort. Uh, That's happened in 1982, 1998. And, of course, you know, we typically hear about the International Monetary Fund, but they're being given that money by the Bank of International Settlement. Uh, They have, from 1979 to 1994, They were the agent for the European monetary system. So they were kind of the midwife to the euro, the euro. And when we look at the way these guys operate, uh, what do they do? Well, they have the world's central bankers come to Basel, Switzerland, to the Bank for International Settlement on essentially a monthly basis. These guys show up with their, uh, I I don't know, kind of like uh, Bilderberg. <laughs> it's exactly like Bilderberg. You know, it's just a little friendly meeting. They get together. They, you know, talk about the wife and kids, uh, you know, what their hobbies are, and how they control the world's monetary sources. <laughs> you know, when we were at Bilderberg in, in Copenhagen, uh, my wife saw Ed Balls, who was uh, the uh, financial chief for the you know the Labor Party that was out of power, but, you know, they had their shadow cabinet. So they would appoint somebody for each and every one of the offices. So they said, you know, uh, well, the shadow chancellor of the exchequer, which is like the secretary of the treasury, be like the Democrats. We don't do that in this country. But if the Democrats uh, set up shadow offices for everything, they would have somebody and they say, well, you know, uh, this person over here, you know, Jamie Dimon, he's our shadow 
secretary of the treasury and so if we become if we get power he'll be our secretary of the treasury well ed balls was that for the labor party he shows up to bilderberg and he's got his suitcase his rolling suitcase he's pulling in behind him and he can't find his badge and so he starts uh, you know looking all through his coat and he can't find his badge well wait a minute he tells the guards and my wife is videotaping all this by the side door and he opens up his suitcase and all this Paperwork falls out. There's nothing in there. No underwear, <laughs> no fresh shirts, no shoes, no toothpaste, no toothbrush, just a bag full of papers. But, of course, this is just a friendly meeting that they have at Bilderberg all the time. Well, you have this type of thing happening with the Bank of International for International Settlements all the time. These guys, all the central bankers, show up once a month. And, of course, it's just friendly discussions. You know, they organize seminars, they have lectures, they talk about global financial stability. Nothing to look at here. No control going on here. No conspiracies going on here. This is just the central organization that all the government's central banks report to on a monthly basis. That's all that's happening there. Nothing much to look at. Uh, Sometimes, yeah, actually, it's twice a month, as reported by some people, but at least monthly. And so they make sure that we have financial global stability. They operate as a think tank for financial issues, and they help to work out regulations for all of the world's banks that are there. I've had discussions in the past with uh, people who uh, – I had a friend who said uh, – we were talking about the Federal Reserve one time. He goes, no, 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 you don't understand the Federal Reserve. See, my brother-in-law here, uh, he is a vice president at a bank. Well, that was, he was basically a branch manager. They gave him the title of vice president. That's pretty common. And he said, oh, yeah, Federal Reserve, they don't affect our money at all. They're just a clearinghouse. I mean, that's where we send our checks to have them cleared. And I said, okay, okay. Uh, so I'm going to tell you a little bit more. When we get finished with this, you're going to know a little bit more than that vice president of a bank. Uh, stay with us. We'll be right back. InfoWars and free speech and your right to speech has been under unprecedented attack the last year or so. It's, it's, it's Orwellian. It's, it's biblical. It's, it's authoritarian. It's insane. And I keep trying to judge and gauge when is the right time to have to stumble up on deck as the captain of this operation and say, hey, we're sinking. I've begged for your support before and thanks for keeping us afloat, but this is the real SOS. If you don't buy a bunch of products and spread the word and keep fighting, InfoWars will be shut down, not just crippled. And so we've reached that point. It'll make the enemy happy, but, you know, whatever. We have withstood so many other attacks. We've gone through so much because of your support. You have, you have been there. But let me tell you, they are pissed they haven't been successful, and they're giving us their full assault. So we need your prayers, your financial support, and your word of mouth now at InfoWarsStore.com. It's your fight. Decide whether or not you want InfoWars to continue because we could be shut. In a world of deceit, telling the truth is a revolutionary act. And now, The David Knight Show. Welcome back. I gave you a little bit of a background, the history of the Bank for International Settlements, headquartered in uh, Basel, Switzerland. Mark Zuckerberg is setting up his global cryptocurrency. He's already got 2.6 million users. 
And you know, folks, it's going to be one of the biggest crypto coins in the world, uh, even if people just spend a few pennies a day there. And he's setting this up to be a medium of exchange. And I think he is setting it up to be something like the Bank of Bank for International Settlement. Again, the central bank of all central banks, the one that all these bankers go to. And it's kind of interesting because he's going to keep his cryptocurrency stable. You know, we have It's not going to be the first time we've had a stable coin, a stable cryptocurrencies. And frequently they are done uh, by tying them to a fiat currency. You know, there's some of them that are tied directly to the U.S. dollar. But a big part of cryptocurrencies was to try to get them away from fiat currencies that could be manipulated by governments. But then you have the situation where, because they have a relatively small market cap, they are susceptible to being pumped and dumped by whales. Any large investor, any large bank, any central bank can come in and wreak havoc in the cryptocurrency market by doing uh, a large purchase or two. I mean, they don't have to buy every single coin. But they can make a substantial purchase, and all of a sudden, it starts to go up, and other people start uh, collecting and buying into it and hoarding it like a stock. And so we've seen a lot of instability. We saw a lot of, uh, I I believe, that the instability that we saw at the end of 2017, it was a massive increase in all the cryptocurrencies, but especially in Bitcoin. And it was a lead-up to the point where Bitcoin was going to be traded for the first time by institutions. And guess what? You know, they pumped this thing up, and as soon as the institutions got in, it was like a big bubble that they burst. This is what these people do. This is what the bankers do. It's what J.P. Morgan did. That's why how he got the Federal Reserve established, and the Federal Reserve did it again and again. And eventually, people catch on to the game, and they have to reorganize. They have to rename. They have to pick some new faces, some new players, and I think we are at that stage right now. This is why I think this is so dangerous. Because Mark Zuckerberg, for all the criticism that is leveled at him, is the golden child of our government, of the people who created the Internet. He is doing precisely what they want. It is not an adversarial relationship. It is a protection racket that they are running against uh, with him. And they've been partners in all of this. Uh, They're not going to get rid of Facebook. It's too valuable to the people who want to monitor our society and control our society. He's doing exactly what these people want. And I'm concerned that uh, the next stage is that as we see the petrodollar and its full implications uh, being attacked by all these different organizations, we got uh, Xi and Putin meeting just last week talking about how they're going to get rid of using the dollar to clear their Transactions are going to do it in their own currencies. Both Russia and China have been doing this as much as they can individually. Now they're working together to do this. India is looking to join that as well. We've talked in the past about BRICS, Brazil, Russia, India, China, uh, and uh, others uh, coming together to try to break this control that we have using the petrodollar. So it's time for the people who control Uh, You know, our global masters who are really headquartered here in the United States, it's time for them to pivot because the game has kind of been exposed about this uh, control tactic that we've set up with the Saudis. Uh, The 
unit of account for the Bank for International Settlement is the IMF's special drawing rights. And that is a basket of currencies, a basket of fiat currencies. What is Facebook's stability going to be based on? His stablecoin approach, he's going to have a basket of currencies. And, of course, uh, the Bank for International Settlement has in their reserves about 7% of the world's total currency. It is the central bank of all the central bankers. And as I said before, you know they come on a regular basis to Geneva, Switzerland, where they report to these people and they work on uh, how they're going to control our money so they can control us. And as we look at how things are starting to evolve, a year ago, there's a lot of talk about Ripple, for example. Ripple was set up by Brad Garlinghouse. His purpose behind it was never to have a cryptocurrency. You know, when people set up Bitcoin, the ostensible purpose of that was to have uh, something that was going to be, allow you to transfer money from jurisdiction to jurisdiction without currency controls, uh, something in which you could operate in the dark more or less uh, but it's not really anonymous. We've had anonymous coins that have been created. Uh, Bitcoin is not really anonymous. You can go back through that blockchain. You can find people, eventually track them back, back to some uh, point at which the money is injected from a banking system into the uh, Bitcoin universe. But it gave people a little bit of anonymity. It was supposed to be independence from the central bankers. And so the central bankers don't like that. And as I said before, you've got people like Jamie Dimon, J.P. Morgan's uh, CEO. He was very critical of Bitcoin, hated it, criticized it all the time, mocked it all the time. And the whole time he was doing that, he was setting up his own cryptocurrency. Similar things we've seen from Facebook and Zuckerberg and others while they're working to set up their own cryptocurrency. The governments are trying to shut it down, to attack it in various places while they're trying to set up their own cryptocurrency. They're all trying to do something with the blockchain. Ripple came up, and Ripple was not going to be like Bitcoin. Ripple was simply set up as a way to process transactions very quickly. Uh, that's a key problem with Bitcoin. It takes a while for people to be able to process a transaction. There's a lot of computing that goes on with that. That's part of the uh, process to keep it uh, safe. And so a year ago, back in May, there's a lot of talk about the fact that the CEO who created Ripple was in Switzerland meeting with the Bank for International Settlement. And the Bank for International Settlement has opposed crypto openly, just like, you know, Jamie Dimon did. But, of course, they're working on it. They want it to, have, uh, to happen. It will actually give them a great deal of control. It will actually give them more control if it's done by somebody like Zuckerberg, who knows his customers and he's going to report everything about them and everything that you're doing right to the governments. See, that was a whole, one of the key things about Bitcoin was to escape that control that is imposed on us financially through the banking system. And so uh, Brad Garlinghouse was uh, spotted a year ago uh, at the Swiss National Bank Conference. And, of course, the general manager of the Bank for International Settlement, Augustin Karstens, was also there. Uh, it's very much like... Uh, Watching Bilderberg, isn't it? And, uh, you know, the central bank that's going to supervise, regulate banks, financial institutions, it's going to implement monetary policy. As I was saying at the top of the hour, my friend, whose brother-in-law was a vice president of a, of a bank, it was branch manager, that's the title that they give branch managers, many of the banks, said, oh, they don't do anything but clear checks. 
It's like, well, certainly you do know that they set interest rates, don't you? Well, well, uh, yeah. Uh, do you think that the setting of interest rates has anything to do with uh, affecting our economy? <laughs> do you think that the people who can control the interest rates arbitrarily can control our economy? Do you think that they can create a bubble economy? Do you think they can burst a bubble? Do you think that they know in advance when they're going to create a bubble and when they're going to burst a bubble? Do you think that they can trade on that information that they're going to do in advance? Well, well, well yeah, I guess so. You, so you can set uh, employment, unemployment. You can set the growth rates for different countries. You can make sure that China grows at 8 or 9% a year. You can make sure that the U.S. never grows at more than 2% because, you know, we get more than 2%. That's crazy. We can't have that. The economy will overheat. <laughs> can't have the American economy growing. we got to tamp that down. You know, the Federal Reserve, the Bank for International Settlement, their masters, all working on this as they issue and monitor currency. And the governments get everything that they want. You know, we had the uh, manager for the Bank for International Settlement said, Bitcoin is interesting. It's not a good store of value, and it is not a currency. Ripple was designed to be that. Facebook's Libra is designed to be that. We'll be right back. Stay with us. They've not shut down our speech. We're at Infowars.com and Newswars.com, and we're defeating the leftist tyrants. I got mobbed on the streets by fans, but almost all of them said, we used to love you on air. It was so good to see you on you know, the iTunes are on YouTube. Are you coming back? We're at Infowars.com. We're at Newswars.com. Paul Watts has launched his own summit.news. We have our own videos. We have our own articles. They're trying to destroy us, but thanks to you and others having us on, Infowars is still chugging along. So we're there, folks. Tomorrow's news today. Infowars.com, Infowars.com, because there's a bunch of people out here. I know about Infowars.com. I'm at Infowars.com and Newswars.com. There you go. We knew this the censorship was coming forever. We have our own video streams, our own audio streams, and it's all free to air. Anybody can use it, re-upload it, do whatever you want. People go to Infowars.com and Newswars.com. That's where they find it. You know, there's things called websites. Just go there. What you have witnessed is the biggest development in free speech in the Western world's history. This is a digital AI-enforced gag order. Not to say the name Alex Jones or Infowars.com. This is Nazi Germany level. This is racketeering. This is cartels. Mr. President, we need your help. We need it now. You can take on big tech. They saw InfoWars as a dominant, independent, anti-war, pro-human, pro-sovereign, pro-family, populist organization. So they thought, first they come for Alex Jones, then when people say, okay, take him off the air, everyone else like dominoes would fall. The way to fight back is to support InfoWars now more than ever and make it a standard of freedom and free speech. Understand that they believe they can take us down, they'll take everybody else down. The globalists are hyper-competitive, scientific dictators. They are technocrats. They are control freaks in their own words. And they believe allowing you to live your own life and make your own decisions gets in the way of their great destiny to merge with AI gods. Now, we're fighting them hard in cyberspace. We're fighting them hard right here in the third dimension. But one of the biggest places that we neglect to forget that we've really got a lot of control in our lives is our bodies. If I wasn't taking the highest quality supplements from InfoWarsLife.com, I couldn't do it. That's why we decided to take our original Secret 12 that was incredibly high quality methylcobalamin and double the strength of it in a new formula, Ultra 12. 
Ultra 12 is undoubtedly the strongest, highest quality B12 over-the-counter that you're going to find anywhere. It is amazing. Experience pure methacobalamin B12 for yourself and fund the second American revolution against the tyrants at InfoWarsStore.com, InfoWarsLife.com, or 888-253-3139. Our powerful line of fluoride-free products is the perfect gift for yourself or others who are exploring a healthier, happier lifestyle. With options ranging from toothpaste to oral spray, it's easy to find the perfect option for you. Super Blue Toothpaste is the fan-favorite, fluoride-free toothpaste that every InfoWarrior loves. Powered by iodine and nano-silver, it's designed to deliver a powerful clean while supporting good oral health and fresh breath. Available in two refreshing flavors. Enjoy a minty fresh flavor made with peppermint oil or try our bubblegum flavor. Super Blue Immune Gargle is the only option for on-the-go immune system support like no other. With the scientifically proven patented ingredient Silver Soul in three different sizes, you can take it wherever you go. Support good oral health with our one-of-a-kind Super Blue products. Don't miss out on revolutionizing your morning routine. Head to InfoWarsStore.com and get our line of Super Blue products today. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to The David Knight Show. Welcome back. You know, we talked about, as I said yesterday, this Libra currency being set up by Facebook. Looks an awful lot like the mark of the beast, doesn't it? You're going to have to go through Facebook. And you're going to have to go through Zuckerberg. If you want to buy or sell, if you want to be able to speak in the public place, they can deplatform your business. They can deperson you on the Internet. Where are all of these people who've been complaining about Facebook and its maniacs are rolling out? A system that has the potential to compete with all of the central bank systems. Two and a half, actually 2.6 billion users across the globe. And uh, you'll be able to buy and sell across uh, different platforms. You'll be able to do it without fees, ostensibly. Of course, beware of geeks bearing Gifts, right? Uh, there is a Trojan horse in this, just like there was with Facebook itself. Oh, everything is free, just like with Google. Everything is free. You are the product. And they're going to be coming after you. And so now I would say that the mark of the beast, we now know the last name of the mark of the beast. It's Zuckerberg. <laughs> he is the mark of the beast. Uh, and we've got all of the big... Uh, uh, players that are lining up to uh, sign on as one of these nodes. He's going to have you know 100 members of the elite club, $10 million to become a node on his network. And so we've got MasterCard signing up, Visa, Spotify, PayPal, Uber, many others. Ponying up with those $10 million, and he's got all the big corporations there. You can bet that it's going to be a lot of happy news in the mainstream media about Libra. Yeah, as I said yesterday, they picked that name because it is the uh, 
Roman weight measures, you know, Libra, the astrological sign, measures there. So they are going to be measuring everybody. And I said the appropriate astrological sign for uh, Mark of the Beast Zuckerberg is cancer. That's what these people are. But I want to just take a moment away from the coin here to give you another perspective as to what the real issues are when we start to look at these people taking over every aspect of our life. We've talked and you've seen how they've taken over, created a digital public square, invite everybody in, and then selectively purge out the voices that they don't like. Silence you covertly or silence you overtly. You know, they can pick you up by the back of the neck and frog march you out of the public square if they want to. And they can because we've even got conservatives and libertarians say, well, they're welcome to do that. You know, they they won. And now they have a monopoly. And good for them. I like it when people succeed, right? The, the radical Randians, the Ayn Rand people. I'm not one of them. Not one of them. Sorry. I don't think that uh, corporations can do no wrong. As a matter of fact, I think they can do a lot of wrong. And I think they get really dangerous when they're allied with government, which is exactly what's going on here. And you want to see an example of that in another aspect of your life? Not just the money that's being taken over by these uh, Internet oligarchs. Not just our speech, which is a way of rigging the election. You know, all this talk about, oh, yeah, I think Russia bought $100,000 worth of ads and that rigged the election. Nonsense. Nonsense. You know what's going to rig the election? Of course, you know, the the, the people uh, manipulating search terms, people manipulating social media content and so forth, they can rig the election. Uh, but you can go in, and as we're moving over to electronic voting, uh, that's how you rig the election. They don't want to talk about that. What does that tell you? It tells you that the rigging of the election may be coming from within. It may be coming from our own military-industrial complex. It may be coming from the Pentagon and from DARPA, from the intelligence community. You know, the same people that just tried to undo the 2016 election for two years. They've been attacking President Trump. Same people who falsified information about that, came up with a phony narrative about that that we've all been talking back and forth about for two years. Well, those people may not have to do that in two years. Because they created that narrative, and part of that narrative was to try to get President Trump out. But the other part of that narrative was to get you so worried about people interfering with the election that you would authorize the Pentagon and Microsoft to take over the security of our elections. Microsoft is offering tools, software tools, to secure elections. And I talked about this a couple of weeks ago. You know, First, they came out with NewsGuard, NewsGuard. Microsoft is going to guard you from the news. That sounds familiar, doesn't it? Another technocratic oligarch that's going to tell us what's true and what's false, and they're going to purge anything that they say is false out of the, uh, out of the uh, public square. They're going to be the ones who vet that, they and the government, of course, but they will be the, uh, the government will be hidden behind all that. Because, you know, we have this troublesome thing called the First Amendment. They don't want to try to amend the Constitution the same way they don't want to try to amend the Constitution with the Electoral College. They'll just find a, a way to get around the side of it. You know, they'll have an agreement at the state level, say, well, you know, we'll just, uh, we'll just change the way that we award electors. We'll have this outside compact to go around the Constitution. And they've been doing this type of thing to control speech in elections for a long time, as I've pointed out many times, 25, 30 years ago, I saw this in North Carolina, they would work with the news press organizations 
they would they would let the press organizations, the news organizations in North Carolina, as they do in many other states, they would run the debates. And then they would decide who could be in the debate. And so you'd have three people qualified to run. You might have an independent or a third party. No, no, no. We're only going to hear from the Republicans and Democrats in the debate. They say, wait a minute. You can't do that. Oh, yes, they can. They're a private entity. And the news organizations have decided that we don't think you're newsworthy. Because we've got the same issues that we want to talk about every single election and ask the same questions every single election and get the same pat answers from the two parties. And we don't want anybody messing with this false dichotomy that we've set up between Republicans and Democrats. So they use this private organization to affect free speech and elections. And they're doing the same thing with these Internet minders. Now, they're going a little bit more direct this time. Not only did Microsoft come out with NewsGuard, but they follow that up very closely with election guard. And um, it's a, uh, as reported by AP, AP likes this. Microsoft has announced an ambitious effort to make voting secure, verifiable, and subject to reliable audits by registering ballots in encrypted form so they can be accurately and independently tracked long after they are cast. The software is being developed with Galos. I guess as I pronounce it, G-A-L-O-I-S, we'll call that Galos, an Oregon-based company separately creating a secured voting system prototype under contract with the Pentagon's advanced research agency, DARPA. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the same people that created the Internet, uh, the same people that created venture capital firms that made sure that people like Mark of the Beast Zuckerberg and Gargoyle got control of the Internet because they would be useful shills for them. They would be the velvet gloves of this iron hand of control. And early prototypes are ready to pilot for next year's general elections. 2020 is when this system is going to hit. We'll be right back with more information about that. InfoWars and free speech and your right to speech has been under unprecedented attack the last year or so. It's, it's, it's Orwellian, it's, it's biblical, it's, it's authoritarian, it's insane. And I keep trying to judge and gauge when is the right time to have to stumble up on deck as the captain of this operation and say, hey, we're sinking, I've begged for your support before and thanks for keeping us afloat, but this is the real SOS. If you don't buy a bunch of products and spread the word and keep fighting, InfoWars will be shut down, not just crippled. And so we've reached that point. It'll make the enemy happy, but, you know, whatever. We have withstood so many other attacks. We've gone through so much because of your support. You have, you have been there. But let me tell you, they are pissed they haven't been successful, and they're giving us their full assault. So we need your prayers, your financial support, and your word of mouth now at InfoWarsTour.com. It's your fight. Decide whether or not you want InfoWars to continue, because we could be shut down. Defeat the globalist. Hashtag Alex Jones. Defeat the pedophiles, hashtag Alex Jones. Defeat Alexander Cortez and her mindless idiocy with hashtag Alex Jones. Defeat the censors with hashtag Alex Jones. They've tried to ban us off every platform out there, but we've just gotten stronger because you've taken action with hashtag Alex Jones. I am patient zero in the massive banning, but you can override the censors now. And if all of our audience gets involved with hashtag Alex Jones, We are unstoppable together. 
We've already changed the world together with our laser focus. Do it again with hashtag Alex Jones on Twitter, on Facebook, on Google, on YouTube, everywhere. Call the talk radio, C-SPAN, shout it out loud in public. Hashtag Alex Jones. That's the rallying cry to restore the First Amendment. Creativity and the dynamic human spirit that refuses to submit. InfoWars, the most banned network in the world. So the InfoWars model is a self-fulfilling, self-supporting structure that is promoting free press and free speech by people getting together and supporting one another and sustaining one another. It is the only independent press of this size and scale, of this public reach. It is the one model that says, here's a way to have a self-supporting, self-sustaining, self-structured, little democratic structure that because the audience determines what content goes up, the audience determines what audience is ultimately reached by their choices in supporting InfoWars. And it's all because the audience spends their whatever it is, whether it's $5 or $50 a month on products that they like and that they want that actually compete with the corporate-driven model. And the ability to do that and at the same time support press, support speech, support letting the audience choose what news they want to see and what views they want to hold. And it's the ultimate American democratic expression and experiment. And it is the celebration of free press and free speech with free markets. It's never been easy to figure out the essentials of a new supplement routine. That's why we created the 8-Pack Power Stack, your go-to option for the building blocks of a successful approach to supplementation. This one-stop shop for those looking to simplify or adjust their routine is perfect for new and old info warriors alike. With the 8-Pack Power Stack, there's no trial and error, messy bottles laying across the counter, or 20-minute morning habits. Just take the wake up and work or rest and recover packs each day for quick, easy to use and conveniently accessible formulas to help you reach your peak without the deep supplement knowledge, stacks of bottles and complicated routine. Featuring eight different formulas for a total take on your health and wellness. You can find what you like and get even more powerful versions in the store. Head to InfoWarsStore.com and check out 8-Pack Power Stack today and jumpstart your supplement routine. You're listening to The David Knight Show. Making sense common again. This is The David Knight Show. Welcome back. I've been talking about Facebook and the rollout of their new global cryptocurrency. I think it is a very dangerous situation. I think that they're likely to succeed. Of course, there are other people who say otherwise, who disagree with that. Uh, There is an article on Politico saying Facebook's digital currency could trigger new D.C. battles. That Oh, look, they're already under attack with this antitrust stuff. I, I don't agree with that. I don't see that as anything other than a protection racket looking for more money from Zuckerberg. I don't think they're serious about breaking these guys up, and I don't think that's a serious issue. But I'll talk about it from – I'll give you uh, what Politico's analysis of this is. And, of course, we have uh, analysis uh, from others saying, I don't think that they're going to be a major player. Uh, I disagree with that as well. And then I'm going to take some of your calls and see what you think about this. And um, before we do, though, I just want to get back to elections. You know, I could, and we do talk about the players that are involved in this next election. 
for the most part, let me tell you, I see the national elections as a Punch and Judy show. These are sock puppets for your entertainment. The people who are the real 4D chess players are these people you don't even know their names. The people at the Bank for International Settlement who are even over the Federal Reserve uh, people and so forth. That is the central bank of the central bankers. They are the ones. It's not the people with their hair on fire and the signs battling each other in the streets. It's not the politicians who are talking about policies that they never plan to implement, that they don't have the power to implement once they get in. Now, we're talking about the Pentagon. We're talking about DARPA. We're talking about the bankers. These are the people who run the world, not the people you elect. They don't even answer to you. Uh, The people you elect don't have any power. Haven't you noticed that by now? So let's talk about this, and let's talk about how they're going to rig the elections even further, starting in 2020. Yeah, we can talk about the debates, and we should talk about the debates, and we should have arguments over principle, and we should look at what the Constitution really could give us if we went back to it. That's a valuable discussion to have. There's also something to be said for which team of crooks we put in charge. Some of them are worse than others. (laughs) You have the Corleone family or the Tataglia family. You know, some of them are pretty ruthless. Uh, Some of them were a little bit easier. Maybe the Corleones are a little bit easier to work with than the Sinaloa cartel or the Zetas. You know, maybe the Corleones, you know, won't chop off everybody's heads in one particular area. So there is a little bit of a difference between the organized crime families, and it's worthwhile having that discussion. Nevertheless, let's talk about what's really going on uh, behind all of this. When we take a look at the elections, remember, as I've said many times before, Smartmatic, one of the first electronic voting machine companies created in Venezuela by Hugo Chavez's uh, cronies to make sure that he stayed in office. And uh, then they metastasized into... Other Central American and South American countries are involved in rigging the election in Brazil, involved in rigging some local elections in Mexico, many other places, and uh, the Philippines and so forth. They came to the United States. They got the Huawei treatment here in the United States. They understood, the government understood, the Department of Justice, uh, we know that you're connected with Hugo Chavez and you're not going to run our election. However, we do have three little-known U.S. companies that are positioning themselves to control all of our voting machines. Remember, it doesn't count who you vote for. The only thing that counts is who counts the votes. And uh, these companies, these three U.S. companies, account for 90% of the market for election equipment, all the voting machines, electronic and otherwise. And, of course, we all know how bad their record is on security. We all know, and we see every election, and we've shown you this stuff going back dozens, dozens of years. Local uh, IT professor, computer science professor, a couple of his students go on the local news show. We've shown these videos over and over again, and they, they keep doing it in all these different local markets. You know, Two of his students come in with a professor. Oh, look, we're going to stick a thumb drive in here, and we're going to implant some software that is going to give us predetermined results in favor of one candidate. See, go over here and vote, and then we'll show you what the recording uh, actually was. You know, it's going to switch your votes over to this other candidate. 
You know, you want to vote for Adams? Well, it's going to make it George Washington. And uh, they show you that. And then they say, oh, and by the way, it, after it reports its results, it erases itself. So there's no trace that it's been there. So we've got a lot of bad security. We have no transparency. We have a black box system where you're not allowed to see inside. Here in Texas, we've talked about the specifics of that. Matter of fact, I went down to confront the guy who was in charge of the elections as soon as he saw me standing there with an InfoWars mic. He goes, oh, I'm not doing that. <laughs> he goes up and I yelled out some questions to him. They will not talk to you about this. They will not talk to you about the fact that here in Texas, even though in the Constitution it says that we will have numbered, sequentially numbered ballots, they will keep physical paper records of that to be audited in case somebody has a question about fraud. They do not do that. The director of elections here in Texas, who, by the way, left his practice here in Texas to go work for the Rose Law Firm. Does that sound familiar? The one that Hillary Clinton was with, right? Goes to Arkansas, takes a big cut in salary. Then he comes back here to Texas to become the director of our elections put in place by Rick Perry. And he, every election since he's been there, has told all of the different jurisdictions he sends out a thing before that, don't worry about saving the ballots. You don't have to do that anymore, even though it's in the Constitution. You don't have to do that. And, of course, this has been uh, discovered uh, by Laura Presley. She's uh, ran locally here in Austin, uh, said, uh, well, you know, look at this. They didn't keep the records as they're supposed to under the Constitution. We have a black box system. You're not allowed to see this. They don't keep the backup records. But now they've got this solved. And in this article from AP, they go right back here to Travis County, Texas, right here in Austin. They say, uh, you know, we've got open source software that is more secure than this proprietary stuff that's out there. But even though there's a few of those out there, uh, when the Travis County put a thing out for the election software, nobody bid on it. Nobody had a system that was built with end-to-end verification attributes. But we've got it now because Microsoft and DARPA have put together something they call Election Guard, and that sounds trustworthy, doesn't it? You can trust that. You can trust Microsoft. You can trust DARPA. These are the people who have been working since the 1960s to alter your mind, first with drugs, uh, then with electronics, then doing it wirelessly with electronics. Yeah, these are the people who created the Internet. It was also a psychological tool, a weaponized tool. These are the people who created the venture capital firms to put forward the companies like Facebook and so forth who would work with them to get everybody to come in for free, You know, fund that and let everybody uh, come in for free. It's like, how do they make money? Oh, well, you know, they seem to be funded by DARPA and these, uh, the Pentagon, who has endless resources. They can just print the paper. Again, you know, coming back to the banking system. So you have uh, two of the leading vendors, reports AP, Election Systems Software of Omaha, Nebraska, that's ESNS, and Hart InterCivic, which is right here in Austin, Texas. They both expressed interest in partnering with Microsoft for Election Guard. The third company, Dominion Voting of Denver, said, well, we want to learn a little bit more about this. Don't worry. They'll come online. Those three companies control 90% of the election equipment. And now guess what? Just as Microsoft did in the early days with DOS, with Windows, 
They sold the operating system. They don't care who sold the hardware. They don't care which one of these three companies you buy your hardware from. They're going to work with DARPA to create an election operating system that is going to monitor and verify your elections. Don't worry about it. They're not going to affect the results whatsoever. You can trust them. You can trust them on this. We'll be right back. InfoWars Life is bringing you a breakthrough in modern medicine. Introducing Pollen Block. We have found an extraordinary new, natural way to alleviate seasonal distress symptoms, including promoting clear nasal and sinus passageways, eye comfort, and respiratory function. In the 1960s, researchers in France noticed that people who ate certain quail eggs experienced less seasonal immune and inflammatory responses. They began studying this effect in published trials, and decades later, we now have the fruit of this research, a fast-acting, chewable tablet that helps alleviate seasonal distress symptoms. Pollen Block is natural and effective. It is not an antihistamine. In fact, current research has found that it actually acts by blocking the activity of tryptase, which is an enzyme that amplifies immune and inflammatory responses in the body. Go outside and enjoy the air you breathe. Head to InfoWarsLife.com and grab a pack of our Pollen Block chewable tablets. It's time to show them what a real alpha male looks like with one of our most powerful products ever made, Alpha Power. As you age, your body can lose testosterone over time. With the incredible ingredients in this formula, we can help you beat the test of time and assist in restoring that lost energy and mood that comes with time and age. Alpha Power's incredible ingredients can help you boost your sports performance or enhance your day-to-day life with ease while encouraging hormonal balance. Perfect by itself or with super male vitality in the true alpha male pack. Alpha Power can help boost performance, help maintain normal testosterone levels, support healthy cholesterol, and more. Let Alpha Power help bring you to the peak of your optimal health. Don't fall short on energy in the fight against tyranny. Show the world what a true alpha male looks like today with Alpha Power. Head to InfoWarsStore.com today. We all know the importance of fish oils. While we are sure to provide them for ourselves, it's just as important to make sure your kids get their EPA and DHA too. Honor Roll is a powerful DHA fish oil formula for your child. Built from the ground up to support your child's development, this formula uses wild anchovy fish oil, ultra-purified krill oil, and wild salmon fish oil with vitamins to boost your child's mind and body. 
With this fish oil formula, you can support your child's optimal heart, joint, cognitive, and brain health while providing DHA, which has been shown to be essential for your child's brain growth spurts. Built on powerful ingredients with 580 milligrams of high DHA omega-3s, this formula is highly refined to eliminate nearly all heavy metals. If you're looking for a formula to help your child grow, look no further. Try Honor Roll from InfoWars Life at InfoWarsStore.com.